Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm in this world and they made me a Welcome monster. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me as always, Wheels Lineker. Wheels, neither one of our teams lost this past weekend. So uh, how you feeling? It was the Jets' best performance of the week. Uh, you know, it's the calm before the storm because today they announced Ryan Fitzpatrick as the starter. Because you got to see what you have in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, you don't want to. <laughs> too soon to give up on that. Yeah, you might have a diamond in the rough. Yeah, I went to another one of my son's uh, friends' birthday parties yesterday. One of the worst things about being a parent, which they really don't tell you, is yeah. up until the age of well, you can tell me your kids are older. At what age do you no longer have to go to your kids' birthday parties? Uh, if you're me, the minute they're born. Come on. You mean right, what? At what age does it does one parent not have to be there? Yeah, at what age? Because it, it sounds involved? like you got like conned into going with your wife. Is that true? No, I went in place of my wife. My my wife okay. is full term pregnant, and she's not going anywhere. She's making me do everything. Oh, that's another. Let me tell you what actually happened, and if this is really boring, we can edit out the podcast. First of all, it's funny. Now I'm going to go on a political rant. It's funny that these, uh, and you know, I'm going to be as condescending as possible. That these low education, blue collar white voters in the Midwest voted for Trump because they think that he's more down to earth or whatever. Let me tell you something. Trump lives on the Upper East Side, which is where I live. There is no more out of touch segment in global society than the Upper East Side. Oh, totally. Yeah. They don't I even I... like understand what things cost outside of Manhattan. And if they oh. did, they would kill themselves. Oh, for sure. So, you know, I um, my son, there were five kids in his class last year whose birthdays were within like a week of each other. Mm-hmm. In, and my, that's in late January. So in November, like two to three months before, my wife sent an email to the other moms in of those five kids and said, hey, guys, just, you know, I just want to coordinate because all our kids have birthdays at the same time so that, you know, we don't because, you know, everybody's birthday parties has to be like on a Sunday. You know, like there's a limited number of days you can have the birthday party because it's on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And, and so my wife said, maybe we can do a joint party, or if not that, at least let's coordinate the dates so that, you know, we don't conflict. These are kids in his time. class? These are kids in his class. These were kids turning three years old last year. Okay. Okay. And this is two and a half months before, you know, you discuss all, all about invitations and stuff on your podcast, on your wedding podcast on mm-hmm. Seinfeld last week, of course, with Rob. And th- th- usually, I think as, as you guys agreed on the podcast, you Googled it. Usually for a wedding, you send invitations six to eight weeks in advance. How right. far in advance do you send invitations for a three-year-old's wedding, uh, birthday party? I would say two weeks max, right? I mean, my daughters, like, give them out in school. Yeah, like three days before. Yeah, they give them out the week of the party, usually. Yeah. Okay. So my wife had sent this email to these parents, 
And the response from all other four parents was a strong rejection of my wife's proposal that we do a joint party, which was just a way to say it. And they res responded with the, like insane things. Like, we've already been planning this party for months, and we've already rented out the location and the photographer and, and the caterer. Rented out the photographer? For a three-year-old birthday. Oh, my God. Okay? So anyway, so, so that's what you're dealing with. Mm, right. But here's the weirder part. So, last, so yesterday at like 1 p.m., my wife gets a text from another mom in the class and says, hey, you know, my son blank is having a party today. It was really only going to be family, but he's really been talking about how he wants his friends to come. So can you and Eris come to the party? And so my wife says to me, and the party's at four. So she says, can you take him to the party? I said, well, the Vikings game will be over and I'll take him after that. 4.15, 4.30, whatever it is. Fine. I show up at this party. There was, and I, I, this is not an exaggeration, there was at least 75 children there because I counted the seats you know, during the pizza party part. There was at least 150 people total. There were multiple photographers. 150 oh, people on, at a birthday on, party? Hold on. Uh, let me, I, I'm going to text you these pictures because I was texting them to my wife. There were two birthday cakes, each of them three layers, like a, like a wedding cake, okay? Each of those cakes, Jen said, is at least 500 bucks minimum. These are just the cakes. But these are wealthy people. These are not people that are, like, blowing their salary on a three-year-old's birthday. Well, obviously, they're wealthy people, but that doesn't justify what they're doing. You don't spend five grand on a kid's birthday party, even if you have a billion. It's insanity. Yeah, it's bananas. We spent total on our kid's birthday, like, 300 bucks. Yeah, I don't even want to spend that much on my kid's bat mitzvah. It, it's, it's insane. But this isn't a bat mitzvah. This is the kid's... He's turning four. I know. He won't even remember it. Like, it's, you don't remember your fourth birthday party. Well, you know, but yeah, but uh, no. I, yeah, what did you do for your fourth birthday party? I don't remember, but maybe I got made fun of a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but so, but here's the other weird part. So my wife gets the text message that said, "Oh, it's just going to be family," but at the last minute, we've decided to invite the friends. That's mm -hmm. obviously a lie, right? Right. They just felt bad that they didn't invite you or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So, so how did so how did Ares not get invited to the party? That's what I want to know. Is he like was a, it is, all the kids in his class? Well, I don't really know all the kids in his class, but but when I there were multiple kids who I recognized, I assume from his class. Mm. Maybe they forgot. No one ever forgets. But but what's with the lie? Oh, and then the awkward part is at the end of the party. I hope the... they listen to this podcast. <laughs> if they do, like anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so at the end of the party, you know, you get a little party favor, kids, which is usually a little bag with you know like a, a thirty cent get toy and a yeah. lollipop or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. No, 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 not at this party. Each kid had a personalized gift. And they were super gender uh, stereotyped, unfortunately. They, these people, uh, you know, do not live in a post-gender society. The, oh, girls ha the girls had these pink purses filled with crap. The boys had this truck. Wait, but if they were personalized, did your son get one? Because he wasn't invited until the day before. That's, that's what I'm getting to. So the boys had these trucks and he, with their own name personalized on it. And the truck was like two feet long. And then on the truck was a bunch of little matchbox cars. So it was like mm -hmm. a c truck that moves cars. You know. Not the most expensive. There's thing, probably but, a name for that, but we're both too like uh, yeah. you know. New oh, whatever York, it is, what, what whatever this thing. This is a not the most expensive thing in the world, cars. But, but it probably costs I don't know ten bucks each. Whatever it is. No, so, like a truck with matchbox cars sounds like it costs more than ten bucks. It's the point is our the things that we give kids who come to our kids' birthday parties cost less than a dollar total. Yeah, you know, including the food. Um, <laughs> um, so we're leaving the party, and I try, and I and I realize because I hear the woman, the party, one of the party planners. Oh yeah, the party planners also were there. Oh my god! I, I hear them organizing. We should we should quit our jobs and become party planners for the Upper East Side. For three year olds. So I hear I hear them distributing the gifts, and I and I hear them saying they're personalized, and I realize, oh my son's not going to have one. So I try and shield him from it, but he sees it and he really wants one, and they say, I'm sorry, we don't have one. And so then they somehow find a backup one with no name, and they give it to that kid to him. 
And as we're leaving the party, we're like out the door of the of the of the party location. Now, did you right? bring a gift? Yeah. Oh, so we did bring a gift, and, and you I, scampered said, for a gift in the morning. Or do you leave, do you have gifts lying around? No, we have a box of, of gifts for kids' birthdays. And yeah, crap. so do we. Yeah, it's usually the stuff that my kids get when they're not paying attention. I quickly steal it from them, you know. But our gift cost about fifteen bucks, which is normally I think how much you spend on a kid's birthday. But it was embarrassing to put my gift on the table with these other gifts. Oh, really? <laughs> Um, and I thought people wouldn't even have brought gifts because I thought nobody knew about this party until five minutes before. Oh, man. So anyways, so we're walking out the door. We have left the premises. And one of the party planners chases after us and says, I'm sorry, I have to take – and takes the, the present away from my son. What? Because No way. It act, because actually they need it for somebody else. No way. And my son has a meltdown. That's insane. She should be arrested. It's so embarrassing. And then the mother of the kid whose birthday it is comes up to me and apologizes and says, I'll bring him one in school tomorrow. I'm sorry we didn't have one for him. Meanwhile, she's still there's still the lie between us that she told my wife, which is, oh, this party's just for family. And so I don't understand what was going it, on. Your son better come home with that present today. Yeah. Be home? <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. Well, I, I want an update. What, We're going to blast yeah. this lady. Yeah, but um, no, the, you're right. So when my wife heard this whole story, and my wife has been to these parties before also, but she was so sickened by it that she said, you know, we're discussing where we're going to live and where we're going to go buy a house. Yeah. And she said, I can't live anywhere near people who would spend that kind of money on a kid's birthday. I don't want my kids to think this is normal behavior. No. So, so you got to – see, last week you were not leaving the the city for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to leave the city, but the point is that her preferred location – which, if I'm trashing things and people, I'll just go on. Is Anglewood, New Jersey? Oh yeah, she, probably she worse. Probably yeah, worse. She, well, it's not worse, but it's similar to the Upper East Side. It's like it's like just poorer versions of this. <laughs> so anyway, so so she agreed that we can't live in the Upper East Side. Uh, we can't live in Anglewood because we'd be surrounded by people like that. Yeah. Listen, uh, I grew up in the Five Towns, and I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so these people are insane, and if you spend more than five hundred bucks on your kid's birthday party, you should be arrested. It's insane. Yeah. You give this money to like I don't know poor people and it, I don't know where, but not in the Upper East Side. That's upsetting. I can't believe she took the like there was someone more important there who needed the gift, or it was his name on it. It was a kid's no, name. No, on there it. was no name. It was a blank one. I don't. You know should have run. Should. Honestly, you should have run. You're not going to be friends <laughs> with these people. You should have been like like so, Ares, Let's get in it. So, let's get in a cab. Yeah, so tonight, actually, um, my son's school is having a, um, a dad's night, scotch and sushi, they're calling it. Okay. And I, and I had zero intention of going to this thing because I have no interest in making small talk to these people. Again, it's not even like I'm going to live in this community and they're going to be my friends because hopefully I'm moving in the next few months. Right. So, and then, I, and then a friend of mine. Yeah, I did that and I lived in the same place for like six years. But yeah, I also backfired. like, I don't want to make any friends. No, it did backfire. It was yeah. So a friend of mine whose daughter goes to the school in a different class, I guess, he just texted me a few minutes ago and said, are you going to the to the Scotch Sushi thing tonight? <laughs> so Is it I expensive? Said, no, it's free. Oh, then why? It's free sushi. Just go, like, put it in your pocket and leave. No, it's not, it's, not wor- it's not worth it to make awkward small talk with these people. No, you don't have – don't talk to anyone. Come in with headphones on. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I walk around now, like, in my neighborhood with headphones on, like, uh, all the time. And oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fine. no one will ever talk to me. Oh, so, you know, one of the horrible things, um, one summer when I lived on the Upper West Side was I lived in a building which was like 80% modern Orthodox Jews within three years of my age. Like, in other, yeah. you know, it, was, it was like one of like the big buildings on the Upper West Side where like, you yeah. know, within two degrees of separation, I knew 200 people in the building. Sure. 
Yeah. And the worst part of going to work in the morning was that you get into the elevator and you'd see, if I saw a friend, that's great. But if I saw somebody who I'm not friends with, yeah, but I know, yeah. then you're stuck talking to them in the elevator, yeah. walking to the subway, on the subway, yeah. the whole way. So it's what I tough. would start doing, so what I would do is when I would get to the door of my building, I'd see which way they were going. And if, and I, if they were going to the right towards the two, three train, yeah. I just go to the left and take the C, which is much less convenient. Sure. But it's better than having to talk to the Or person. like pretend to go to CVS for a second. Like, I got to go to CVS. Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst also. Uh, so it is yeah, it is hard. Yeah. But I, the good thing now is nobody wants to talk to you either. That was like six years ago. Like <laughs> now we're all in agreement that we're just going to be on our phones. Yeah. So you could have you could have easily gotten at like and if you even, even if you sit next to the person, you're not obligated. One time I sat next to someone on an airplane, like coincidentally that I knew. Yeah. And I was stuck for 12 hours talking to them. Because I like yeah. didn't have headphones on me, I, or I didn't have like it was pre, it was like Discman era, you know. I didn't have anything like uh, to listen to, and I was stuck the entire flight instead of sleeping. Uh, but yeah, I think now we're we're past the point where nobody wants to talk to each other. Yeah, I think the answer to your question though is I think like a two year old, one of the parents probably still has to be there. I don't know. See, I I have like a big gap between my youngest and my second, so I don't remember. It was like years ago, because obviously my seven year old is long since been able to go to parties herself. Yeah. So is five the cutoff? It's probably like four. No, because my son's. It four depends now. on the competence of the parents, also. Like some parents could handle fifty kids, and some can't. And also, where's the party? Like, if it's in their house, like, what are they going to do? You know, if it's in like some open, like, space area outside, they probably need more people watching. No, them. on the Upper East Side, you think people are having parties in their houses? No, they're having and they they rent out these fancy locations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. Telling you, if your son does not come home with a party with a gift today. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna text my wife right now. Actually, get an update. Yeah, there's no way she remembered. Also, she didn't I have any extra. She would have had to go buy one. Hold on, you're the 150th most important person in this three year old's life. All right, and I want to remind people. Also, I I said I was gonna work on this um on an on an article for this season about how bad the NFL officiating is uh, announcing is. Excuse me, how bad the announcers are, and I haven't really done it yet because it's so much time to listen to like. An hour and a half per game. You know, I could listen. I could listen without the commercials, like the Game Pass cuts of the commercials. But I really need to be motivated, and I haven't done it yet. But if you're watching a game and you hear particularly bad announcing, please email me with like uh, what the situation was, and I'll I'll check that out. It cuts my time in half because it's been taking me a long time to do this, and I'm giving up on it. Yeah. Um. But we have a segment today. Let's talk about football in honor of our new president. I want to fire some coaches. Okay. Okay. So I have eleven coaches. We're going to divide them into uh, fire them. Uh, you know, they could keep their job or they're going to college. All right. All but right, there are we do this a couple weeks ago when we were. Yeah, but coach? now, but now I feel like we're set. Every, everybody's set. You're either staying or you're going at this point. Okay. So, all right. So well, I'm going to give you, but there's right answers. There's five, five, and one. Okay. Okay. John Harbaugh fired or keeping or staying for one more year. Well, I think for sure we're keeping him, but it, but it also depends. If Baltimore were to lose out, it might yeah. be a little bit different. Yeah, but I, I mean, are you going to get a better coach than John Harbaugh, though? Well, it's not always about better. Sometimes it's about different when it comes to coaches. Yeah. Well, that's what the Rams said. Jeff Fisher, hire or fire? It should be fire. Are they going to win another game? I mean, did you see how bad Goff was? Goff was insanely bad. Like, he didn't throw an, inter- an interception, and he's got a strong arm. He did the rare, like, throw the Hail Mary, like, too quickly. Oh, way too often. Yeah. But, like, at least it was an impressive arm. You know, the Jets have had a lot of quarterbacks who couldn't reach uh, the end zone from the 40-yard line. Yeah, 
Okay, I'm, I'm going to say fire. Yeah, Fisher's getting fired for sure. Uh, Todd Bowles. For your sake, I'll say fire. But it's only I, second year. Yeah, I think he went 10-6 and six first year. Usually you don't get fired uh, your second year. He's keeping Fitzpatrick, so clearly he's worried about losing his job. He did, he's not even as ballsy as Jeff Fisher. Yeah, but Jeff, but it's almost you have the excuse you lose with, with Bryce Petty, right? Yeah. No, but Bryce Petty's not the future. If you lose with Goff, it's like, well, you don't want to switch quarterbacks, coaches on Goff now. Woody Johnson's not going to be worried about switching coaches on Bryce Petty. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackson. You can't fire him. 0-16. Can you fire Hugh Jackson at 0-16? In his inaugural season? Yeah, I mean, the, the Browns just issued that statement last week that they're not trying to win. I know, but that doesn't mean anything. I don't think you can fire him after one year. Yeah, I agree. He's not getting fired. He really should win a game for his sake, but I don't think he's getting fired. Mike McCarthy. I think it really depends what happens. If they turn it around and get into the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. Yeah, obviously, if they turn it around. Well, they're not getting the playoffs at 9-7, and seven, I don't think. They probably have to get to 10. Oh, no, there's, you're wrong. 9-7 and seven will definitely make the playoffs in the NFC. Only, only, in their, only if they win their division. Disagree. In fact, 8-8 eight and eight has a very good chance of a wild card. I actually sent you... No, 8-8 eight and eight has no chance of a wild card. You're wrong. Hold on. I'm not wrong. Okay. Would you predict in, a lot of ties? No, I no. In the NFC, the way that I predicted it right mm-hmm. now, okay? Dallas is Dallas clinched the winning 13, 14 games, whatever, okay? Okay. It, 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 Seattle is clinched into the two seed, going to win 11, 12 games, whatever. Yeah. Atlanta clinched into the three seed, going to win the division, going to win about 10 games, okay? Maybe, okay. After that, we have the Vikings, who could be 9-7, and seven, the Giants, who could be 9-7, and seven, and that's the it. The Giants Everybody could else, be a lot better than 9-7. and seven. They could be, but I'm saying I predict the Giants. I mean, I predict that the, I think that the Giants will make the playoffs, okay? I mean, if the Redskins beat the Cowboys next week, they're going to win 10 games. The Eagles could win 10 games. Wait, we could. They're 5-5. Five and five. All these teams could, but they're also all playing each other. In that yeah, team. but they're, they're gonna... not going. They are playing each other still, but nobody's okay. going 8-8 eight and, eight and make the playoffs well, unless, unless the NFC North winners. Like, unless okay. all three of those teams so go 8-8 eight eight in the so North. Go, th- these are my predictions. I've predicted every game of the year, as you know. Mm-hmm. Going into Week 17, these are my predictions in the NFC, okay? The top three And by the way, I just, you could continue this, but I would if the, if the Packers get the 16-8-8, losing the first round of the playoffs, I'm still firing McCarthy. Okay, but my point is, so I have those three seeds going into Week 17 locked. So Dallas, Seattle, and Atlanta will rest their guys. Going into Week 17, I have the Vikings at 9-6 and six, and the Packers at 8-7, and seven, which means that the Vikings need to win or the Packers to lose to win the are, division. Are you pretend flexing that game to the Sunday night game? No, my pretend flex for Week 17 would be Oakland at Denver because they're both going to be 11-4. and four. Okay. And they're going to be playing, you know, with uh, to uh, win the... Uh, to win the division, to get uh, number two seed or possibly the number one seed. Um, on the they don't line. flex for seeding, they say. They only flex they, for who's going to make the playoffs. They, last year they did because last year the Vikings and Packers were both locked into the playoffs and they were just playing for the division. And they flexed but there, for was no, there was no playoff there game, was. though. There was a play-in game in the AFC South, but it was garbage. Nobody wanted no, but, to no, but the AFC South doesn't count as, an, as a football division. <laughs> well, that's the same thing this year. So, you know, the other options for what they're going to flex is going to be like Baltimore against Cincinnati, where Baltimore is going to be 8-7. and seven, and a win for them, they'd get in. Houston and Tennessee are going to be playing in Week 17. That could be a playing game also. But I think they'll go Oakland-Denver if they're both 11-4. and four. But either way, we'll get to that. Um, anyways, my point is, I have, going into Week 17, I have the Eagles at 8-7, and seven, the Redskins at 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. Each of those teams could make the playoffs. I have New Orleans at 7-8 and eight, and Carolina at 7-8, and eight, and each of those teams could make the playoffs. And I have Arizona 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, and they could make the playoffs. Okay. This is, this is nonsense. Let's get, let's get two more weeks into this. 
All right, so the point is McCarthy is getting fired in, in my world. You can realize how big a nerd I am. According mm. to my hypothetical... Oh, no, I know. There's nothing you could say that would that would shock me. According to my hypothetical tiebreaker, Carolina will be 7-8 and eight going into Week 17, and they will be the sixth seed at 8-8. Eight eight. If they win, Philly loses, Washington loses, Green Bay loses, Arizona loses, and Carolina has a greater scoring differential than New Orleans. Okay. So I've gone to that level of tiebreaker based on hypothetical yeah. results for the next six mm-hmm. weeks. There's no way. There's no way the the kid your wife's having is yours. All right. Um, the other mics are Malarkey and McCoy. Well, Malarkey at this point, Tennessee's offense actually looks good. So it's kind of hard. I mean, I think he should have never been hired in the first place. If that team was half decent, they would have beat the Colts yesterday. I mean, the Colts went into Green Bay the week before. Yeah, but the Green Bay stinks, and the Colts stink. I don't know. I mean, they went down fourteen nothing. Like, yeah, they almost came back. You know, Demarco Murray was stuffed on fourth and one. If he can, Mariota was incredible yesterday. He was so he was good. good all year. Yeah. yeah, he was really impressive yesterday. Yeah, we had a listener tweet at us for our Jameis Winston hate because Jameis had a good game. Jameis was really good too. Those two guys. I, I was thinking the whole day yesterday. I watched so much football and then I like rewatched football. Yeah, Jameis, Mariota, and Tyra Taylor. And that's the future. Yeah, uh, I so mean, obviously I actually, Dak, but that, that goes without saying. I made a chart this morning. I ranked the uh, top 100 rookie quarterbacks in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And I have Dak Prescott at number two on my list right now. Who's one? Otto Roethlisberger. Grant. Oh, Roethlisberger's team was 15-1, and one, but he was bad his rookie yeah, year. He, he was 13-0 and 0 as a quarterback. Yeah. He was pretty good. I have him number 11. One spot behind Jameis, actually. Jameis, I had Who number played 10. the other three games that year? Mike Tomzak? Tommy Maddox, maybe? Was it Tommy Maddox? Came in. It was 2004, so maybe it was Maddox. I think it was Tommy Maddox, right at post-XFL Tommy Maddox. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been Neil O'Donnell anymore. Oh, well, okay, so Marvin Lewis, I think you got to fire him. Oh, for sure. Time's up. 0-7 in the playoffs. You're not even and making him this year. AJ Green is out. Gio well, Green's Green's out a few weeks, but Gio tore his ACL. Gus Bradley, it doesn't, it's not worth talking about, right? I picked the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. <laughs> Gus Bradley, fired or not fired? Oh, he has to be fired. How has he not been fired yet? Yeah, it's insane. I'm Bla- yeah. I, Blake Bortles is, is – it's almost sad watching him. He's so bad. And then he yeah. manages to, like, be a solid fantasy quarterback. And last, uh, most interestingly, probably John Fox. Oh, I don't think you can fire him yet. I just think sometimes these guys come back for round three and, and they don't have it anymore. Or they're Pete Carroll and they become good all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, he took each of the first two teams to the Super Bowl. I, I, I just don't think he can keep that job. That, that It's such a wreck this year. Like, they just lost another player today to, like, steroid suspension. They're losing two guys a day at this point. It's crazy. I don't know how they're going to finish the season. Like, if you have the Bears on your schedule the rest of the way, that's, like, better than having the Browns on your, on your schedule, probably. Oh, no way. No way. Right the Bears, now? The Bears just beat the Vikings two weeks ago. Yeah, but they lost 12 guys since then. They lost Alshon, and they just lost, like, half of – they lost Long. They lost so many guys. And the Vikings and Packers are losing guys left and right also. The Vikings lost okay. the Long of their own. Listen, <laughs> everything's off. turning up Lions, for sure. So, anyway, my five guys – I think only five coaches get fired – that's Gus Bradley, Marvin Lewis, Jeff Fisher, Mike McCarthy, and John Fox. Jeff Fisher's I, not getting fired. No way. Oh, yeah. He's for sure getting fired. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Cranky even like turned on him yesterday for the first time. Oh, really? And, uh, and Chip Kelly moves to college in December, which I'm on the record as saying. You only think six coaches are going to change their jobs in the offseason? Uh, I mean, it's possible like an old coach like Belichick retires, but yeah, no. I think that's what put, happens. Can we put the over under at six and a half and I'll take the over? That'll be our bet of the week. Yeah. Deal. We haven't done All a bet right. in a while. All right. Ten so. bucks on that. Ten bucks. You say six coaches or fewer. Six NFL teams or fewer will uh, change their coaches this offseason. I say Correct. seven more. And that was a bad bet by you because I would have went to eight or even nine or ten. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Uh, usually we rank the games by like best, worst to best of the week, but I think it's Thanksgiving week. There's too many Thursday games. Not to start with the Thanksgiving games. Thanksgiving first. Uh, you know the best holiday of the year. What What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? 
Well, what are we doing? My wife is due to have a baby any day, so it's hard to oh, make Oh, but what do you normally do? So my mother is from South Africa and doesn't care about Thanksgiving, which would lead to fights going up in my house all the time because mm. my, my dad's a patriotic American. And right. My mother couldn't care less. Does she have South African pride? No. I mean, no? Is there not I mean, such she, a thing? I, I mean, she was happy when apartheid ended, but, you know, like, South Africa's a pretty shitty place. Until 1994, it wasn't exactly a place to have any pride in. Okay, so. fine, fine. And she was already gone by 94. Yeah, no South African pride. <laughs> what about when they were in the World Cup? No, nothing? Quinchin Fortune? I yeah. care more than her because of, you know, because I feel like I have a familial connection. But mm-hmm. And you write African-American on all your college resumes. We know. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> Yeah, you didn't answer my question. So your dad wanted to do Thanksgiving, but you didn't do it because your mom didn't care? No, we, well, I don't know. What, 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 we, okay, what we used to do growing up is we would drive to Chicago every year pretty much, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Which is like an eight-hour drive. Um, we'd stop in Wisconsin overnight, oh, that terrible state, you know, trying to hold our breath the whole time so we wouldn't die of cheese fumes. Oh um, and then we'd get to Chicago and, you know, we'd, we'd have dinner at like, um, like one of these catered Thanksgiving dinners, you know, like at a hotel or whatever. Okay. Uh, and, and what about, but your wife's family probably celebrates Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a debate every year. Do we go to this parent? Do we go to that parent? Do they come to us? Um, this year, they're coming to us. Everybody's coming to us, and we are making dinner. And I told my wife, I said, this is ridiculous. You can have the baby on Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, why don't we just order takeout? Um, but we'll see. She's cooking what... in case she has the baby? What If she has the baby on, like, Wednesday, what's our podcast schedule for next week? Because, yeah, this is Kid 3. Like, you don't miss, you don't miss any games for, uh, for Kid 3. Come on. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately... Two of my three children were born during Football Sunday. Yeah. Like, the odds of that are pretty... There's only 17 or 21 if you count, like, the My playoffs. son was born during the AFC Championship game. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, that's a stretch whether I would have gone or not, but, like... <laughs> I, so, I missed both times they were born, like, you know, basically during Jet games. Yeah. Bo- actually, both times week 17 of Football Sunday. I think... Uh, playing it better this next time. But I think uh, you can probably, like... She has the kid Wednesday. We could probably do a, an emergency podcast Thursday. So Thanksgiving, you gave me nothing. Hopefully, you'll be able to watch all three games. What if she has the kid like during the fourth no, quarter? No, of... Nobody watches all three games on Thanksgiving again. Well, this I, when... well everyone no. watches the first two. You're fine if if you're unless you're a Steelers or a Colts fan. I, I get if you're too footballed out to watch the third game. It's not an issue of too footballed out. It's that you have family and other obligations that day. Well, the the game should be on if you're going with Thanksgiving dinner, where the game is not allowed to be on during dinner. Don't go. Not only do you have my permission not to go, I'm, I'm insisting you don't go. Well, because dinner's at my house this year, obviously the games are going to be on all three of them. And obviously we're not going to eat during the first game because, you know, we're Vikings fans. Right, and so my... you eat right afterwards, but you won't be hungry when they lose. Yeah, uh, so you're predicting a Lions win already this week. No, I don't know. I'm just trash talking. Well, all right, let's, I let's, let's get on. to the games. On I, haven't picked, I haven't picked my Lions yet this week either. Uh, have you? Oh, so let's do them here. All right, we'll put, see, I, I like to actually like, think about it and not do it online, live, because, you know, but fine, we'll do it live here. All right, so Minnesota at Detroit is the first one. I will say that Detroit will be favored by two and a half. What say you? So that's pretty good. I'm going to also say two and a half. Okay, we'll alternate, I guess, who goes first. Mm-hmm. All right, and the line is, well, actually, I'm not going to look until afterwards, because, well, here, let's Yeah, see then you'll see them all. Um, can I just Google one line, or let's see. Oh, that worked. Yeah, the line is two and a half. Oh, so we both got it on the line. Yeah, there's no way it would be three or two. All right, okay, good start. All right, uh, the next game will be Washington-Dallas. Okay, you want to guess this one first? Yeah, I'm going to say Dallas by five. Dallas by five. So yeah. Washington was very impressive last night. Very impressive. But I don't think the Dallas – I mean, can Dallas give less than a touchdown? And Dallas is losing this game, just telling you now. 
Actually, no, no. It can't be less than a touchdown because just, like, Dallas has been destroying everybody. I made the mistake of picking both. Should I say seven and a half? Is that too high? Washington was really good. If this game was in. I like John Nash over here going back and forth. Uh, Not that you have a beautiful mind, just that you're an anti-Semite. This is why it's it's terrible to do... um, Well, my wife has compared me to him many times, actually. You know the scene in that movie where the Mm. wife goes into the the shed in the back and sees, like, the charts and the papers all over the walls? Yeah, yeah. That's my wife's reaction. That was her on your first date. Yeah. All right, whatever. I'll just say Cowboys by seven, but I'm going to be off by half a point, I think, in either direction. Um... All right, well, we'll search these all afterwards. Okay, so Pittsburgh at Indy. No, that, no, it's more exciting to search them during, I think. Okay, fine. Washington at Dallas, NFL line. Ah, seven. I got it exactly. All right, I okay. take a 2-1 lead on you. Nice. All right. And who do you think is going to win? Just make a quick prediction because we're not going back through the picks at the end. All right. Um, I take the Vikings and Dallas so far. Okay. I'm going to pick the uh, Lions and the uh, – I, I, oh. I, w- I would pick the Redskins, but I'm not picking like a six-point underdog on the road. I'll pick the Cowboys. All right, okay. Uh, next, the uh, the evening game will be Pittsburgh at Indy. I'm going to say Pittsburgh will be favored in Indy by, by two. Yeah, this is tough. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to guess pick them. Okay, and the line is Pittsburgh by three, so I get that one also. Okay, and who's going to win that one? That's a good question. I guess I'll say Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh's looked so, many, so bad so many times this year. I'm going to go with the home team, going with the Colts. Okay. It's, it's, it's really a tough call, actually. All right, okay, so now let's get to the uh, You know, this game. division was really the Browns for the taking if they weren't, like, the worst team in NFL history. <laughs> That's the only problem, yeah. All right, uh, now we have a Tennessee at Chicago. Tennessee favored. Oh, wait, you, you guess first. Wait, you saw the line already? No, I was about to say I'm Tennessee favored by blank, but you, it's your turn to guess. Yeah. I mean, again, Chicago is a train wreck. This, they couldn't make this high enough. Tennessee by four and a half. It's probably too high, but it, it's not high enough, but it's probably too high. In Chicago. I'm going to say Tennessee by three and a half. Ooh, Tennessee by two. Yeah, wow. I knew it would be too low, but it should be 40. Chicago's so bad. Tennessee by two, wow. So, um, I mean, Tennessee's had some good... I mean, they went into Detroit and won earlier this year. Yeah, they're competent. They're like a bad version of Detroit. Like I've, I've said that ten times this year. Okay, all right. Uh, now we have Jacksonville at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first for this one. I would say Buffalo will be favored by... Can they get more than a touchdown? I mean, Jacksonville's bad, but Buffalo... I don't know. That was an impressive win over the Bengals. I liked it. I'll say Buffalo by. I'll make it an even seven. I was going to say seven and a half. So it's not strategically. It's probably not smart to say seven and a half, but I'll do it. Because I don't All think right. it's going to be eight. But uh, that's All what right. I was going to guess. The line is seven. I got it exactly. Yeah. And who's going to win that game? Obviously, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. Yeah. And Tennessee's going to win in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Cincy at Baltimore. And by the way, this is another eight three week, which I, you know, I hate. It's got to be seven four. I'm talking about the one o'clock's and the four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Three is just not enough. Red Zone Channel is just not good in the late games. There's too it's, many commercials. It's not good. It's like yeah. a lot of. It's like Scott Hansen apologizing that there's commercials and like, let me take you back to a play from the third quarter of the Lions Jaguars game. So you get I, the Scott Hansen version of Red Zone Channel. No. Um. Yes, Hansen. I get. Yeah. I get Hansen. I get Hansen. I get because on one of my phones I get Hansen, and on one I get Siciliano. Because so one you, of listen, my, you you watch both. I mean, they're usually on the same game. Well, no, because I. What happens is because I have Red Zone Channel through Verizon on my phone, and I watch that all day, and then through my Sunday ticket, I watch the Vikings on my computer. I realize I have you have like eight screens. I really should just put a different game on. Like I have you know a few laptops and I have a three screen system going. That's how I yeah I have, I'm, yeah I, have, I don't I, I mean it would be hard to get to eight, but I have three laptops. I have a desktop and I have a phone. I, there's no reason I shouldn't be watching on five screens. The truth is, once you have Red Zone Channel and your team. 
you've pretty much covered all the bases. Well, the, when the Jets play, I mean, not when they're three and a zillion, but when the when it's just Jets, I only watch the Jets. Like, I'll sometimes I'll just check Red Zone for a second at commercials, but a big Jet game, I don't care about any other game. Oh, so my issue is that I, my my TV is live, obviously. My Red Zone channel app and my NFL Sunday ticket app are both on delays, but they're on delays of different amounts. Mm-hmm. So it causes all kinds of problems. Yeah. You know, getting notified, finding out about plays before they happen, etc. Like the Vikings, for example, when the Vikings get switched to the Red Zone channel, I end up watching those plays on my phone, not on my computer, because the Red Zone channel's ahead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching, and then I sort of get to see the instant replay of it on my computer a second later on the bigger screen. But anyway, nobody cares. All right, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Cincinnati falling apart. Baltimore by three. I'm going to say three and a half just because of all the injuries. I think I would have said two and a half otherwise. People are going to be panicking on the Bengals today too much. Yeah. Uh, it's Baltimore by four. So, yeah. That's a lot. I think, I think I think it's because of all the injuries. And I mean, the Ravens played really well against Dallas, but they still stink. Like, they could win that division. No, their defense is good. Their defense is fine. Uh, okay. Arizona at Atlanta is the next one. This is actually should be a good game. Arizona, I mean, Carson Palmer just got absolutely murdered by the Vikings yesterday, which was nice to see. The biggest confusion to me about the Vikings collapse of the last few weeks was that their pass rush had disappeared. You know, everything else, I understand the injuries, the offensive line, but the pass rush, it was the same guys, and they just weren't getting any pressure on the quarterback. And yesterday they got more pressure on the quarterback. Pro Football Focus had, like, later they said he was pressured on 62% of his dropbacks. Mm-hmm. He was hit, like, 17 times. Yeah, that's, everyone, like, nobody knew who he was three weeks ago, but, but Danielle Hunter is becoming a big star. Daniel Hunter was the youngest player in the NFL last year, and even though he was 20 years old, he had eight sacks. Yeah, no one knew who he was until three weeks ago, buddy. No, no, three weeks ago. He's not anything last three weeks. The first month of the year is when he was having two sacks a game. Well, he had, he, had a big, uh, he had a big game yesterday. Yeah, he had a big game at Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, he's considering how young he is, he's really going to be something incredible. I mean, he's been playing football for like five years. Well, he'll probably get injured. Look at what team he's on. Well, that's true. All right, so Arizona at Atlanta. I think this is my pick. I will say that Atlanta will be favored by four. Crazy. I say three. Arizona's better than Atlanta. And I know it. Does Vegas know it? I mean, I've been I've been hating on Atlanta all year and loving Arizona, but I just saw what they did against the Vikings. It wasn't much. It's uh, Atlanta by four. I got it exactly. That's stupid. So, all right. So you're picking Atlanta. To, you're picking Arizona to win this game on the road, then? No, it's uh, no. Well, you just said Arizona's <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, but I've just said they're better. That doesn't mean they're winning a road game. I take it back. I, the problem is is Palmer washed up. We were talking about this last week. With Arizona's the four wins this year. Well, that's the problem. Look who yeah. they beat. They beat yeah. San Francisco twice. They beat the Jets. well. Yeah, they beat the Jets, they beat Tampa. That's it. Yeah, that's bad. So they lose to everybody else, and they lose badly. Yeah, Palmer's done. Yeah. It's annoying as a team that, you know, a fan of a team that needs a quarterback, it's annoying that all these teams are sprouting up. They're going to need QBs too, like the Chicago's and the Arizona's teams. You thought, like, ooh, maybe they won't be in the market for him. There's no, yeah. like, even if the Jets are the money, there's no way they could get Romo. The bidding for Romo is going to be insane. People don't realize. Well, he's, he's got, everybody thinks he's going to go to Denver. I mean, they have a track record. Obviously, they got Peyton Manning. But Arizona might be another place he might go, possibly. Although, no, he's going to go. He, well, if if you're Romo, you have to go a team that's a contender with a good offensive line. That's your only qualifications if you're smart. So Denver, so Denver. Yeah. All right, Giants at Cleveland. I hate the Giants. They're a terrible team, and they're going to make the. You playoffs. saw the, the stat. There's seven wins or by 27 points. That of all seven win teams in NFL history, that's the fewest margin of victory combined yeah. total points. Giants by n- ten. By ten in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Yeah, I'll say I, I always guess too low on these, but I, I, I the Giants suck. 
I mean, Cleveland obviously sucks more. Yeah. Well, who, first of all, who's starting a quarterback for Cleveland? Do we know? McCown. McCown is starting. Is McCown? Yeah. Okay, because of Kessler got the concussion? Yeah, Kessler got the concussion. All right, I'm going to say uh, Giants by eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a team where everyone is, like, blaming the other one for, like, yeah. literally the receivers are blaming the offensive line for the quarterback's concussions. I've never seen that before. Yeah, uh, this line is seven, by the way. That's insane. Bet your bet you, bet your children's third birthday party on the uh, on the Giants <laughs> at minus seven. Yeah, that's way too low. All right, I'm beating you eight to one right now. Well, but people know that the Giants played down to their opponents for the last fifteen years. Yeah. Well, I was going to pick Cleveland to cover even at any point, but at seven, I guess I have to pick the Giants. But if it was going to be eight and a half, I would have picked uh, Cleveland for sure. All mm-hmm. right, L.A. at New or- uh, at New Orleans. Although it's actually it's a great defense against a great offense, so maybe it's a, it'll be an interesting game. And then Goff in their hand is against. I mean, to the thing is, just he was so bad that I think New Orleans has to be solid favorites here. I'll say New Orleans by four and a half. Mm-hmm. You think it's only four and a half? So am I wrong? Tell me what you think it is. Yeah, L.A. stinks. It's uh, New Orleans by six. All right, you're going to beat me on this one. It's New Orleans by seven, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Goff is really bad. Goff was so bad, and now you can't go away from him the rest of the year, except he'll get hurt. And New Orleans looked good, frankly, in that loss to Carolina. I mean, they came back. You know, they got close. They almost uh... – all right, San Francisco at Miami. Oh, this is going to be an unwatchable game. Who's, who's forcing you to watch it? Yeah, well, I'm not. All right, what's your guess here? Hopefully I'll have a baby by then. Miami's playing really well. I know they had no points against the Rams with four minutes to go yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I love Andrew Gaze. I was one year or two early on the Dolphins bandwagon. Well, he's pretty bald for a guy who's like 38 years old. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm pretty bald for a guy who's 33. We're gonna <laughs> he, took do- a, he took his hat off. I, I, it sh- oh! What the hell is that noise? It's probably pop up on like the adult website you're on. Sorry, that was a pop-up ad, apparently. That was horrifying. But, you know, I'm just going to listen to this whole thing and edit the whole thing. All right, okay. Um, Leave that one in, because I had a good joke. <laughs> well, I didn't hear your joke, because I just heard music blasting in my ear. Oh, you'll hear it. San Francisco at Miami. Miami by seven and a half. Seven and a half. The thing is, they don't have much of a home field. No, and they don't They don't have a blow teams out type of team. Yeah, and Catherine can score points. <sighs> I'll Strategically, say, uh, you should go eight, and you'll probably win. Yeah, I'll say Miami by eight. And it's uh, seven and a half. Oh, there was no Oh, nice. Eat. I tricked oh, yeah. you. That was a nice yeah. one. Yeah, good job by you. All right, uh, eight to three. You mm-hmm. got to run the table, but it's uh, it's not impossible. San Diego at Houston. I think San Diego is a better team. This game is in Houston. I will say Houston by three. I'm gonna go pick them and get the win there. Oh wow! Oh, that's a pick them. Wait, how do you know that? Well, I I did I did pick them strategically. If if I picked first, I would have said San Diego by one because Houston stinks. Wow. I mean, I, I think so, and I was definitely going to take San Diego, but I thought they were still going to respect them because they have six wins and they're at home. I'm impressed with the... Uh... No, no one respects them. They're awful. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, that, that spread could change. If they beat the Raiders, then that spread could change tomorrow. They'd probably All flip right. it. So uh, you've uh, won three in a row. It's uh, eight to four. You're still oh alive my God. here. What a comeback. Yeah, Seattle at Tampa. Seattle by seven. By seven. Wow. In Tampa. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seattle's really turning around. They're on fire right now. That's a lot of points. Tampa can stay close with people. I mean, they actually pulled off the win in Kansas City, which was kind of miraculous. I will say that you Seattle... You the Chiefs were 17-2 and two before yesterday in their last 19 regular season games? Yeah. Kind of an amazing I, stat. I will say Seattle by four and a half, and it is five. And so I'm going to beat you on that one. And with that, I think I'm pretty much going to clinch. Pretty amazing. Like, the Chiefs have never been... They're, like, rarely... I mean, once in a while, they'll be really bad, and they'll get, like, you know, the first or second pick. But, like... They're they're never like interesting. The Chiefs. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. As a fan of a team that's never interesting, it's amazing that there's another team like that in the AFC. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of your team, that's never like seen. They, even the Jaguars. Like the Jaguars were never great, but like the the Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Mark Brunel teams, Keen McCardle, those were like very exciting teams to watch. Yeah, your quarterback was Chad Pennington was super boring, and then mm-hmm. you had those teams. You know, the Rex teams with the defense. But we've right, we've good. never been watchable. The Jets. Yeah, Curtis Martin was like your greatest offensive player. He was like four yards a carry. Don't All right, uh, so Martin. New England at the Jets this week. Uh, first of all, can I complain about that? So New England was thirteen and a half point favorites over San Francisco, mm-hmm. and they won by they 13. Let San Francisco, yeah, they let San Francisco get a couple of garbage touchdowns, so that San Francisco is only down thirteen. Then they have the ball in the red zone. And they try and run it a couple times, and they just kneel down at, like, the five-yard line. And yeah. I can just say that I, I lost some money because I had New England covering there. Listen, so, uh, you deserve to lose money. <laughs> all right, so uh, New England at the Jets. Um, who guess? I think I guess this one first. I will say that in New York, uh, you know, the Jets have a history of keeping it close to the Patriots. Uh, before the season, I actually thought the Jets would win this game. Obviously, I don't think that now. But I will say the Jets will stay within um, nine points. Yeah, I was going to say ten. I mean, it's like if if this was petty, I'd say thirty. But Patrick is super motivated. They they're coming off a bye. I, you know, they're going to throw. This is like their playoff game this season. Nine's even too high. I would have went lower. It's in. It's in. It's at New York. They play, played this game close a lot of times. There's going to be more high. Patriots fans there. Yeah. All right. So what's your guess? I said ten. Oh, 10? Oh. Um, yeah, we're both way too high. It is seven it was, and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's like yeah. Vegas chickening out. No, I mean I. I don't know how I'm going to pick in that game, actually. I mean, you all, you always hate your Jets, so you pick in some matter what. But all right, um, Carolina at Oakland. You know, it's weird the the national game because the Jets Patriots was flexed out. That I think still becomes like the na- the Sunday national game. So, the, you know, you're going to be stuck watching the entire Carolina Oakland game next week because Jet you're not going to want to watch Jets Patriots. And the third game, I think, is bad also. Well, Seattle Tampa. Seattle Tampa is a late game, also. Oh, okay. So, so, but that's on. Yeah, I mean, that's if right. if if you're watching on regular TV, that won't be on. Yeah, those are all horrible games. I agree. All um, right, so Carolina at Oakland. What's your guess for this line? Yeah, Oakland by th- four. I'm gonna say four and a half. I think it's too high. Um, four. You got it exactly. Yeah. Congrats. All right, Casey at Denver. This was a absolute no doubt three point spread. I think because Casey lost last yesterday, I'm gonna push to three and a half. Now let's but keep it at three. I, I don't. I didn't lose faith in Casey because they lost like a fifty fifty game to like a decent team. Well, Vegas did because it is three and a half. Okay. So no, I mean it should be three. I agree with you. But um, all right, and then Green Bay at Philly, the Monday night game. Green Bay's reeling. It's tough. Yeah. I'm gonna say Philly by. Yeah, just three and a half. They're not. They're still going to give Green Bay respect. Three and a half. Oh, so I was going to say like four and a half or four. But the thing is, Green Bay is a public team. Philly, even though they're number one in DVOA, they're only five and five. They're not still number one after losing the Seattle yesterday, yeah. are they? Well, they haven't come out yet, but yeah, they won't be. That All would right, be. I'll, I mean, if they if the number one team gets killed by the number two team, that yeah, has a better record. Be, and three and a half is just too low. I mean, Philly's. Philly's a way, way better team than the Packers are, but the Packers can't stop anybody defensively. I'll say, I'll say four. Okay. Um, I'm going to win this. You know what? It's three. Yeah, you yeah. are going to win this one. That's a bad line. We'll never, we'll never write off Aaron Rodgers. He'll be 0-15, and, and we won't write him off. Well, the reason is because on a play – like, if you told me that my team was down six and had the ball with one minute to go, yeah. I would still take Aaron Rodgers over any other Oh, player. I thought you were going to say Sam Bradford because you're insane. No, Aaron Rodgers on a play-per-play basis, his ceiling is higher than any other. Like every you, single you game, take you take Rodgers over Brady right now. Not even a question. There's plays that oh, Rod- it's a question. Rodgers can make plays that nobody else can make. 
Yeah. Nobody else can make Jeff Janis drop the ball off his head. Rodgers has not been great the last two years, but he's still, I mean, we've seen it. Like, you know, the Hail Mary. By the way, I, I know they have no running game. I totally respect it, but there's other teams that have no running game. And they've, yeah. they've like, made Super Bowls with no running game. Can we discuss how did Christine Michael get cut from Seattle? He had 115 yards, and then two games later, he was on the Packers. It's a little weird. And Matt Jones also. Matt Jones had a huge game. He had one bad game and lost his job. I don't understand. Well, he happened. fumbles. Matt Jones lost his job because of fumbles. Yeah, he yeah he had one bad game. He had like it's not the end of the world. Like a lot of guys fumbled. Tiki Barber fumbled. Adrian Peterson fumbles all the time. Yeah, but anyway, Kelly was so good yesterday. All right, so I beat you eleven to six. Mm-hmm. Cl- closer than you usually are. So solid performance by you. I haven't listened to Bill and Sal's podcast yet, so I don't know who wins uh, between us and them this week. Yeah, if people don't know, Chester goes between like does a four way thing between me, uh, himself. Uh, Simmons and Cousin Sal. And I've been doing this since 2007. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of good games this week, though. Casey at Denver, obviously. That's going to be a fantastic game. Minnesota at Detroit. They're both 6-4. and four. I'm so looking forward to Thanksgiving, even though you're going to be in, like, a hospital room. I, I just really don't I don't think you're going to have a baby. I think your wife's just eventually going to try and kill you, and that's oh, you're going to oh, be in the hospital. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the the Vikings in Detroit, obviously, the winner there has a is huge leg up to win that division. Mm-hmm. Especially if Detroit wins, because then they will have swept the Vikings this year. Arizona and Atlanta is another good game. Pittsburgh at Indy, uh, you know, the late game on Thanksgiving is a good game. Washington at Dallas, in theory, is a good game, but I don't think Washington's going to keep it close. Oh, it's going to be really good. Dallas not blowing them out. I, I mean, if if Washington wins, but even if Washington wins, they, they, they'd be seven three and one. They'd still be you know a game and a half behind Dallas. So I don't think this is the first time they ever nailed all three games. I mean, part of it is that the lines are rarely good, so it's hard to nail that yeah. first game. Yeah, they, they just got lucky. Yeah, it's no skill on the NFL's part. The late game, they've usually... But they got lucky with Washington. Washington sometimes could be bad, and that's a bad game then. Yeah. I mean, Washington, yeah, the reigning division champs who nobody believed in. I mean, that's going to be a monster number, Washington-Dallas, that, that, that 4 o'clock game. Yeah, so it depends what time you eat then. Well, it's weird. So there are, like, people, I feel like, eat earlier and earlier on Thanksgiving. We argued about this last year. We did? Yeah. Oh, we're all getting old. Head. Yeah, you said that, yeah, I don't know. It's... The thing is, again, so as a Vikings fan, I'm not. I'm going to eat after the Vikings game. I'm going to eat during the uh, the uh, Dallas. The thing Washington. is, like, the meal itself is 20 minutes once you sit down. No, it's not. No, Unless you, you have courses, because a lot of times at Thanksgiving, it's like everything just gets thrown on the table at once. Like you're done eating because the turkey is so heavy. It's like it knocks you out fast. So if you're eating turkey, you eat turkey, and then you have some other stuff, and then it's like that's why you go for the turkey last. Well, because this game is gonna, because this uh, meal is going to be in my apartment mm-hmm. where we only have you know one family room, dining room, etc. So we'll have the TV yeah. on so we can eat and watch football at the same time. I don't care. They, they, they can sit and eat for as long as they want. I'm going to be watching the game. I'm going to be watching all three. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's a good part about hosting. The bad part about hosting is you have to like prepare you know, the food. In a sense, or... it'd be good if my wife went into labor on Thanksgiving because then she has the epidural knocker. She can't criticize me for watching football instead of uh, being with the family. That's true. Or Yeah, ideally she has it like right before the games. I mean, well, no, because once she has it, then I'm occupied. See, the good thing I mentioned... What do you have to do? She had the kid. What are you well, supposed well, to do? So, I Entertain I mentioned the fact that my first son was born on the NFC Championship on the on championship Sunday. The good part of mm-hmm. that was that she had the epidural all afternoon, and I got to watch the entire first game uninterrupted. And then I got mm-hmm. to watch the um, New England-Baltimore game, and then he was born at like 6 o'clock. So he was born at about halftime of that game. Baltimore, I think, was already up like 28-14 or something. Um, yeah, she's not going to have it this time, just so she could keep tabs on you. Though. Well, once she's once the baby's born, then you got to start doing stuff. You know, you got to take pictures. Like what? No, you don't have to take pictures. Your third kid. Who needs pictures? <laughs> Hire that photographer from the birthday party. You know, it's funny. Um, we have still not printed a single picture of since my second son was born two years ago. Printed pictures. What is this? The 1400s? People, 
people make albums. It's in the cloud. Yeah, but pe- people make those albums, you know, on Ophoto or Snapfish or whatever, you know. Like, yeah, the truth is my wife does it too, yeah. but it's completely insane. But everybody does. And 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 I actually – so my wife has been – we've been complaining. I have every Sunday on my Google Calendar an event called Photo Albums. And every Sunday for the last two years, like clockwork, I've moved it to the next Sunday. <laughs> and I've never done it. But we actually noticed uh, looking around our apartment uh, yesterday – that mm-hmm. there is only one photo of my son printed anywhere, and that's the photo when he was on the cover of the newspaper in Israel that we framed. <laughs> We've never printed a photo of him, only the newspaper in Israel did, which is actually kind of funny and sad. But, um, yeah, so by the time you get to a third kid, forget about it. No photos. And what about fourth? How many do you have? I don't even remember. All right, let's wrap the podcast. Yeah, this has been a week podcast. Uh, we will have a um, a week podcast. Uh, if, I say so. if people like the twenty minutes about parenting, then it's the best one. All right, we will have another special mini sode later in the week uh, to discuss a special topic, uh, also related to football, with a special guest. Should we leave it? Uh, no, that's way too exciting. It's just the regular college football podcast. Yeah, it's a college football podcast. With super fan Robbie, uh, Michigan and Ohio State are playing the biggest game in Michigan uh, in ten years. Uh, since the uh, 2006 Michigan-Ohio State game. So we will see. Uh, Robbie's probably mm-hmm. an emotional wreck after Michigan's poor performances the last couple of weeks. But uh, they're still in the driver's seat. They still uh, control their own destiny, as they say. I, You know, I'm happy I'm happy to talk college football for a little while, but I'd be more interested in having him on like 10 minutes after Ohio State wins 59 nothing. Is that your prediction, or we're going to save that for the podcast? Yeah, that's like a typical Big Ten score. I don't know. I only watch Rutgers games, so that's basically <laughs> what the scores are. Yeah. All right, Kiva, um, I'm going to stop this uh, video of the podcast now, and we'll be back in a couple days with us, Superfed Robbie, to discuss college football. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.